Fractal Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday, the 13th of November. Jazzy boy, we know Dior as the luxury fashion brand, but now they've released another luxurious product. <laughs> I'm talking scented water for babies. That's <laughs> what we need. That will make your baby smell like pear, wild rose, <laughs> and white musk. And for 100 milliliters, it's selling for over 400 bucks a bottle. Insane stuff, B-Man. There are buys for everything, though. Mm-hmm. Flux fam, make sure you click the follow or subscribe button to always be on top of the latest business news. Mm-hmm. Because from November 20th, we'll be mixing things up, releasing three episodes a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, to make sure we still have you covered. Three sporadic stories today, Jazzy Boy. Let's do it. For our first. Coinspot, one of Australia's largest crypto exchanges, has seen more than $2 million stolen from accounts on their platform. Like these stories are always evolving. Start small, so tell me more, B-Man. Well, Coinspot is the digital crypto exchange set up in 2013. When Satoshi Nakamoto was the hottest name in the crypto world. (laughs) And since then, Coinspot has grown to over 2.5 million users and allows more than 410 different digital assets to be traded. (laughs) Including assets with the name of Sushi, of Smooth Love Potion, and Bone Sheba Swap. (laughs) But Jazzy Boy, before you laugh at those sorts of names, this ain't no joke because this company generated nearly $300 million in net profit last financial year. But now, Coinspot has had more than $2 million stolen from its accounts in a hack. And B-Man, while the actual size of this theft was reasonably small, it's still a major scare for Coinspot because it may signal more significant vulnerabilities in systems. So what is the key learning here? From little hacks, big hacks grow. <laughs> Over the last few years, Aussies have grown more and more familiar with cyber attacks. Sometimes it's monetary hacks like Coinspot or Stake.com earlier this year. And other times it's customer data hacks. But Jazzy Boy, it's clear that a small vulnerability can turn pretty, pretty big pretty quickly. Yep. For example, when Medibank first announced the cyber attack, they claimed it only affected 480,000 customers. However, by the end of that saga, it had impacted more than 9.7 million customers. Same with Latitude Financial, started as a cyber attack on 225,000 people, but then blew out to impact more than 14 million humanoids. So for many companies, the concern is not the number of people impacted or the monetary amount today. It's actually the fact that a vulnerability exists because it can get big fast. Mm -hmm. For our second story, Shein, the fast fashion retailer, is targeting a $90 billion valuation as it prepares for its public listing in the US. Holy banana milkshakes with a side of avocado, Jazzy Boy. This is wild. Tell me what's going on. Interesting combo, that one. So, B-Man, Shein is the fast fashion giant. It was founded in China back in 2008. And its growth has skyrocketed over the past couple of mm-hmm. years. Thank you, TikTok, and also hashtag Shein Hall. So, I just spent $900 on Shein, so <laughs> you don't have to. In fact, it's grown to become the world's largest shopping app. Yep, Shein adds more than 2,000 pieces of clothing to its app each and every day. Now, Jazzy Boy, in April 2022, Shein raised capital at a $100 billion valuation. In January this year, they raised again at a small valuation of $64 billion US dollars. And now back up because they're planning to IPO at a valuation of $90 billion US dollars. But B-Man, Shein's got many, many controversies and these may just hinder its goal for a smooth IPO in the US. Mm, so what is the key learning here? Previous controversies can cast a shadow on potential public listings. You see, Jazzy Boy, investors may be hesitant to invest in Shein because of its previous and also its current Mm-hmm. controversies. There's the trademark infringements. There's the poor environmental practices. There's even allegations of mistreatment of staff. And we've seen controversial companies list on the stock exchange mm-hmm. before and uh, didn't work out so well for them. Yep, think about WeWork and its controversies before it came onto the NASDAQ. And now it's bankrupt. So Brett, investors are looking for companies that provide transparency and certainty. 
for our third and final story. Amazon and Meta are joining forces on a new in-app shopping feature for Facebook and for Instagram. Arguably a bigger team up than the Marvels. <laughs> What's happening here? Okay, well, we know Amazon, once a humble online bookstore, now one of the world's biggest tech companies. We're talking a market cap of nearly 1.5 trillion wow. US dollars. And over 1.5 million employees around the world. That's three times the population <laughs> of the Gold Coast. Wow. Now, Brett, Amazon has teamed up with Meta to bring their shopping platform to Facebook and Instagram. Justin Boy, you're our in-house social media expert, mm-hmm. so how is this actually going to work? Well, basically, you'll be able to link your Meta social accounts to Amazon. Then you can shop Amazon products without leaving the Insta or Facebook app. And with Meta being part of so many people's daily lives, Amazon wants in on some of that act shown. So what is the key learning here? When it comes to social, if you can't beat them, then join them. Social media platforms thrive on network effects where the more people that use the platform, the more its value increases. And these network effects mean the users are less likely to move to another platform. And B-Man, it's not easy to recreate this. In fact, even one of the most powerful companies in the world, Amazon, hasn't been able to create strong network effects through social media. And boy, oh boy, have they tried. Uh In 2017, Amazon launched its Instagram competitor named Spark, but shut it down in 2019. In 2022, they launched a TikTok-style shopping feed named Inspire, but hasn't got anywhere near the same clout as TikTok. So it seems like they're giving up on trying to compete with the social media pros for now, and instead trying to team up with them. Foxam, now is the time to pull out your phone, scroll up, and click that follow or subscribe button in your podcast player. From November 20th, we're mixing things up. We're talking three apps a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but there is good news here as well. Jazzy Boy, hit us. We're going to have so much more content in the Flux app, video deep dives, personal finance tips, and a brand spanking new budgeting tool. So hit that follow or subscribe button. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.